0: good morning everyone welcome to leadership breakfast i'm your host john duke why leadership breakfast because it's the most important meal of the day and this is designed to feed your leadership to give you some fuel to get your motor running for the week when it comes to leadership and you've heard me say a couple times uh and i got this from john gordon and positive leadership leadership is an inside job you have to fuel it from your own inside so that you can be stronger than some of the obstacles and business challenges and people and marketplace on the outside. So let's get started because I'm really energized. I have a guest with me today, Jen Cullen, who is a VP from Johnson & Johnson. She's a VP in marketing, also patient advocacy, and professional selling. Welcome, Jen.
1: Hey, I'm so happy to be here with you.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to make sure I don't laugh through this whole thing because I know we like to have a good time (laughs) and be silly. But the thing is, we have a wonderful topic. I know one that really energizes me Uh, it's the power of gratitude and not only does it impact others on your team and that alone makes it worth it but it has both a mental and physical benefit to you as a leader a coach a teacher yes in fact a 2020 study showed that the regular practice of gratitude can help ease symptoms of anxiety and depression it actually releases dopamine in your brain And we all know the benefits of dopamine. I'll talk about that a little bit more. And particularly coming out of the last 14 months that we just went through, don't we all need things that uh, make us happier, that make us more resilient, that help us bounce back? So I think it's a wonderful topic. And I think, honestly, a little bit misunderstood. I think some people feel like it's black and white. Like if you're going to express a lot of gratitude, then maybe you're being soft or compromising on accountability. And I think we'll we'll address that over the next uh, 15, 20 minutes. So I want to get started with my guest. I said I was really excited because she's from J&J. She's a current vice president uh, in marketing for our uh, for pain franchise. I, get, I was stuck there. I almost say our, but I'm not there anymore, but I'll always be on the team. Pediatric uh, marketing, scientific engagement, sales. And she's a longtime peer and friend for over 20 years when we were together working at J&J, so please welcome, I was going to say Jennifer Cullen, but I always call you, does anyone call you Jennifer Cullen?
1: My mom, Jennifer? my mom calls me Jennifer.
0: You know what's funny? I knew it, because when you use someone's full, proper name, it's usually like she's mad at you, right? Like, listen to me, Jennifer Cullen, you clean this Zoom office up, we have to eat in 15 minutes at this table. Uh, it's it's like when they shove your middle name in there, too. But all kidding aside, um, I'd love to have you highlight a little bit of your career journey and the role that, that gratitude and appreciation for others has played for you as a leader.
1: Yeah. Okay. So first, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here, mostly because I haven't seen you since you retired. So I'm just thrilled to just have a little John Duke time. <laughs> um, my career, uh, and there's a lot of places along my journey where um, – I learned the power of gratitude for me personally and for um, people that I worked with. So I started my career as a pharmacist. I came to J&J as a summer intern essentially and worked in our medical group. And then I, just, I loved it so much. The people at J&J are just so amazing that I decided I wanted to go back there after pharmacy school, worked in medical. I started working with John Duke actually while he was in marketing, working on healthcare professional marketing. And, um, I asked him if he would hire me and he did. And so working, first of all, to be so grateful for that, because it was almost like, um, I, I felt like I got very lucky to get that. And, um, I was even more grateful to work for John because John is like the, um, like role model, a plus student gold star when it comes to expressing for people. So that is like, that was my training ground as a leader. And from there, I moved into different commercial roles, um, mostly in our OTC businesses at j in our local markets and in our global markets. Um, learned all along the way. And because I wasn't a classically trained marketer, I relied so heavily on my peers and the teams that worked for me to teach me things that I didn't know. And so, again, like, how could you not be so incredibly grateful for the gift people play? Like, taking their time to teach me as a colleague was just like a great great gift to me. I was very grateful. And, um, and now, like you said, John, I'm in um, the job that I'm in now. I have this great blend of um, commercial focus and healthcare professional engagement focus as well as patient advocacy. So um, that's like my story.
0: Well, thank you for the compliments. And, I think for you, that is one of your hallmarks, is that you are very humble, and just to hear you talk about the fact that as a leader, you're willing to acknowledge and understand that you might not have the answers for everything, and that there are a lot of smart people on your team with a breadth of experience, and I think that makes you a really strong leader because we're seeing that today's leadership, that people really want that authenticity they want their leader to be humble and they want their leaders to be more transparent and even vulnerable. So I'm not surprised by that. I was very smart to bring you, bring you on board. I'm no dummy when it comes to that. Um, I'm going to share some more, some research and statistics that uh, came from the book Leading with Gratitude in the authors are Adrian Gostick. And Chester Elton, because I think it sheds some light on a little bit of the conflict that people might have or leaders might have with gratitude. In fact, data from the US Department of Labor says that the number one reason given on third party conducted interviews, so this is not the actual company they work for, on exit interviews, that employees say they don't feel appreciated by their manager for their specific contributions. And I think specific, I want to kind of earmark that and put it in the back of our heads because it's very important. Specificity when you, you give out praise or gratitude is really important. So you got that part of it, right? And then another piece of it from, uh, from uh, Goslick and Elton uh, shows that there's a recent study showed that people are less likely, this is so odd, to show gratitude at work than any other place so that probably is a little bit of what we were talking about is that there's pressures to be very you know uh be more of a driver and focus on accountability so maybe do you want to share some of your thoughts on that
1: yeah i think um so i don't know these authors but i feel like Mm -hmm. i fully i agree with a lot of what you said from their book and I just think about as a person, my heart feels more full and I am happier when I practice gratitude. And I intentionally use the word practice because I think there's an intentionality that we need to put alongside. Um, we can't just say, oh, you need to be more grateful. There's like an approach that you could take to make that more of your default um, state of like state of mind. That has worked for me over time, but, and I don't know why people don't use it in the workplace. I, I think there's a couple of hypotheses that I have. I'll, I'll share a story. I'll keep it anonymous. I, re- I recently gave feedback to a senior leader and the feedback was that I thought they could um, demonstrate more gratitude and that I think it could help to really like fill the cup the team. You know, like you said, these, this year has been hard. People are on the verge of burnout. We're like delivering so much under really hard circumstances. And what they said, um, you know, the sentiment that was shared back was um, that they cared. They understood about gratitude. but What they really cared about was results and accountability to the performance. The performance and the outcome of strong results is what was most important. And the thing that I remember thinking so vividly is how can we understand that gratitude is like, the fuel to that engine the gratitude is like such an important ingredient to be the wind at people's back or to fluff up the performance and really help to deliver the great outcomes. So I guess I'm not totally sure. The other couple of things that I would think about just as hypotheses is um, I feel like gratitude is like a cycle or like contagious. So if you grew up in business under leaders who didn't show a lot of gratitude, because that's like showing gratitude at work and being vulnerable at work and being authentic at work, these are like newer concepts, you know, in the past, like, what, call it like handful of years, three, five, whatever years. You grew up under leaders who didn't routinely show gratitude. Maybe you don't know the power of what that can mean to you um, as an individual and the joy that that can bring you and the energy that can bring you. And then finally, I don't know, maybe some people truly aren't feeling gratitude need to be reoriented their own, you know, in their own heads, in their own lives. That's the most tragic of all of it. People are going through the life and work and not getting the joy that comes with feeling grateful for all the goodness that's around them.
0: I agree a hundred percent with your, your first premise about the fact that people see it as like an either or, or some sort of compromise. I mean, either or like, if i express a lot of gratitude then i'm going to be soft about accountability and the results and that's just not the case and in in the book they talk about the fact that you should see gratitude as a multiplier you know it's an enhancer as a matter of fact and just to reinforce what i mentioned when we opened up is that it is scientifically proven to not only help you but then also research shows the effect it has on people right gratitude is a huge part of resilience too i've been reading this book by Rich Divini, D-I-V-I-N-Y, and he's a former Navy SEAL, and he has a book called Attributes. And he's shown that things like grit, things like sense of humor, uh, gratitude, they do help you sort of get back to your baseline when you get hit with some things that sort of take you down a few pegs in terms of your emotionally, the business, whatever it is. Because when you express gratitude it releases huge amounts of dopamine right and we know how powerful dopamine is on your emotions Dopamine is strongly associated with pleasure and reward uh, triggering the release of dopamine is a cycle of motivation reward, and reinforcement right so it actually it actually works with other neurotransmitters uh, and hormones like serotonin I think we all know the power of serotonin there's a whole drug class of serotonin uptake medications that help with depression so the thing is expressing gratitude is not only gonna you can't be stressed and grateful at the same time in your head and chemically in your brain you just can't so by expressing gratitude you're actually helping yourself rebound which is a form of resilience and then this this effect that it has is very positive let me share a story right you know i just In in February, early February, I joined the volunteer fire department, and we do training every Wednesday. I think it was two Wednesdays ago, we did training on addressing basement fires, which which are really dangerous, right? Think about your basement. There's a ton of junk down there that we all store, and that's fuel for a fire. But more importantly, if you think about your basement and you think about going inside your house, lugging a fire hose, it's usually located in an awkward spot in the interior of your house then you got to curl around and go downstairs and if there's a blazing fire down there it's it's very challenging right so i looked at some youtube videos we did training there's this process where you you take your left foot and feel the steps and make sure they're solid and that they're, you're not going to fall through and then you sort of take a step and plop your butt down as you're holding the hose and my captain Lori. After I got done, I had watched it on uh, some videos on YouTube and Holly do, right? She goes, John, that was textbook. And I was like, are you kidding me? I wanted to go back and practice till midnight. And and that is the, the real power of, she didn't just say good job. She said something very specific. That was textbook. And that just made me feel incredible. And in fact, there's a, a fact in research that 81% of working adults say they would work harder if their boss was more grateful for their work. So that's that. Well, you were talking about that multiplier effect. Do not look at gratitude as some sort of compromise uh, for driving the business results. Actually look at it as you're going to put more fuel on it. You're going to enhance it. People are going to go want to work harder and do more or practice more. I mean, don't.
1: What do you think of that? Yeah, I fully agree. And as you were talking, I was thinking about... um, my current boss and your former boss, John, is like a master at the specific expressions of gratitude. And I've learned a lot from her. I think, I mean, clearly I have a bias toward expressing gratitude, but the way she expresses it in such a very specific way and authentic to who she is has helped me express gratitude in even a more impactful way. And it's the specificity. I think you're right. It's because it helps people know they've been seen. Like, their impact has been seen and felt.
0: Yes. I got that from a book called Radical Candor by Kim Scott. And she actually has her own company now called the Radical Candor Company. But she worked at Google. I think there she worked with Sheryl Sandberg. She worked at YouTube. She worked at DoubleClick. But in her book, she says that that's a really important part of being able to hold people accountable. It's that whole, like, it used to be called tough love. And it's been turned around now today to be to be more of a love and understand people and show them how much you care about them so that you actually can be honest with them. The worst thing she said someone could say, if you have to let someone go and they say, why didn't anyone tell me? I just thought that was so poignant, right? Like, could you imagine you have to let someone go and they their, their reaction is, why didn't somebody tell me sooner? I think it crystallizes why when you are being direct with people it is an expression of how much you care about them but she said praise is not something you could say to your pet like to your dog or cat right because that's going to sound like good boy good girl but, <laughs> I <like laughs> but that. it ha- I know it has to be very specific and not huge just what I said Lori said to me that was textbook or someone says like wow that you know if you're you're doing a workout and they're like wow that burpee was perfect great form John so it's like super short but it's adds that little element of an adjective or something very specific so you're like wow they know i have been working on that and and i can't believe that she said it, it looks perfect like that or it looks textbook um so i i think you're 100 percent right that it is more about seeing gratitude um, as a layering on a multiplier because i do think even with millennials right they are probably gen z's now or our younger employees, there is this feeling that, look, I'm not going to treat them like a participation trophy and I'm not going... I didn't. You said this. I didn't get it when I was coming up through the organization. What? One-on-one? My boss canceled every one-on-one there was. I never got a chance to sit down. Now, when you think about that, how silly is that, right? Why would you want to perpetuate something that you didn't find very beneficial? And the thing that I heard about the younger uh, workforce employees is that they're just used to immediate um, response whether they're using social media whether they're using Instagram you post something and then you look back and you go oh 21 people loved it already that's just the way they brought up and you should see praise and gratitude as just like road signs for them that they're heading in the right direction. And if you wait, if you're so old school and it's like, I don't give out any praise until the project's done, Jen. Oh, and that's going to take 12 months. Meanwhile, what if they leave you know, after eight months because they just aren't getting any indication that they're doing the right work and that it's valued? So if that's your attitude, just look at gratitude and praising. As long as it's about the effort and it's legitimate, it shouldn't be phony. But it's like road signs to keep you know, people on the right track. And by the way, they want to duplicate what you tell them. Is good work.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, listen, I think some of these younger, really incredibly talented employees that get a bad rap sometimes because what is wrong with wanting quick feedback? In fact, we've spent a lot of time and money as J and J leaning into Agile principles. That quick feedback that they want is actually helpful to the business. that we should give it to them when it's great and when they need to do a better job. We should be giving both quickly so that we can keep moving in the right direction and keep them somewhere the
0: Yes, I would say you know one big take-home message is don't confuse gratitude with lowering the bar on what your expectations are. Focus on well, okay, maybe the project's not done, but focus on where it sits and the the great work that's been so far to done so far to move it where it is or the momentum. No one says that gratitude has to be a lowering of the bar or lowering of your standards. I think it's just more encouragement to duplicate good work and to continue having energy and and positive reinforcement so that people work harder. And all of this is just if if you would like to learn more about this book leading with gratitude, I do a lunch and learn, I could talk more about the barriers, more about optimal ways to deliver gratitude and really to make it more of a multiplier and not see it as some sort of compromise or where do you struggle with gratitude some people will say I it won't come across it'll come across phony I'm not good at it actually it's actually better for it to come across authentic it's it's better it shouldn't sound like it's rehearsed or practiced it should be very personal to you and employees then find it real like someone who doesn't pass out gratitude and appreciation when they do then people are really going to be like I couldn't believe it wow even when someone's like nervous about doing it that's that authenticity factor right
1: Yeah. The other thing I think people forget or maybe don't know the benefit of, but like it also makes you feel really good. So there's like it fills the cup of the recipient, but it also fills the cup of you as the leader, which is an important part of continuing to show up as an optimistic leader.
0: Yes. When we were going through the lockdown and we couldn't work and go calling customers, I spent I spent every morning, you know, sharing some piece of gratitude out to the sales force or taking what they brought back in as a success factor and sending it out in an email, giving everyone that that energy to keep moving forward. So I definitely want to wrap up with just two take-home points that we've discussed that have been fantastic. One is, you, you just said it, gratitude energizes you. It's actually part of resilience and building back your natural set point to progress forward. It is going to benefit you. It's going to make you stronger. And the second one we talked about is giving praise and acknowledgement to team members around hard work, around effort and milestones of accomplishment. Help provide encouragement. They make people work harder. It reinforces the things you value so people can continue delivering those similar things. And lastly, it it fuels people to work harder and to give you and themselves more of the same. So um, thank you, Jen, for joining thank me. Thank
1: you. Thank you was, for having was, me. This yeah, is I, awesome. could,
0: I could talk about this topic all day. Um, again, just a reminder for those of you that have been listening, if you like this, please hit like, subscribe to it. I hope that it's delivering value to you. You can follow me on Facebook at John Duke Lead Win. You can follow me on LinkedIn. You can connect with me on LinkedIn or Instagram. And um, everybody have a great day and thank you. I hope you got a little bit of fuel, a little bit of breakfast for taking on the week. Thank you, everyone.